You're listening to the Business Life and Coffee Podcast, Episode 3, brought to you by Jumpstart HR. With today's rising economy and future inflation in mind, how long can you afford to live on your retirement income? On today's episode, you'll find out who Forbes thinks are the top colleges in the U.S., as well as insight from new research that gives shocking details about Americans not being able to live affordably on their retirement and what to do about it. Today, I'm speaking with Richard Rouser, retirement planning expert and senior vice president at Pentegra Retirement Services. Grab a cup of your favorite brew and let's get started. This week's article of the week is one of my favorite every year. I always try to make sure that I I grab this article uh, and, and see where my school ranks, but it's the Forbes America's Top Colleges list. Now, I went to the University of Maryland College Park for undergrad. And uh, I'll get to their ranking in a minute. But I wanted to share with you the top 10 schools uh, on this list, according to Forbes. Starting with number 10, we've got Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. Shout out to Cambridge. Number 9, we've got Amherst College. Number 8, we've got Brown University in Rhode Island. Number 7, Swarthmore College. Number 6, Harvard University, number five, Yale University, number four, Princeton University, number three, moving over to the West Coast, Stanford University, number two, Williams College, and number one, drumroll please, Pomona College. Where does your college rank on the list? Tweet me at JVP said on Twitter. Hashtag BLC. Oh, and where did University of Maryland rank? We cracked the top 100. 93. Uh, Above us in the state of Maryland, John Hopkins came in at 62. And the United States Naval Academy came in at number 27. Find your college on the list and uh, send me a tweet. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at, only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Today we'll, we'll be discussing the importance of retirement planning. According to a new survey released on June 2nd, more than half of people with retirement savings have no plan for how they will stretch their money once they retire, with one in five people not giving this any thought at all. Joining us to shed light on these survey results is retirement expert Richard Rouser of Contegra Retirement Services. Welcome, Richard. Joey, uh, thank you very much for having me. Oh, thanks for joining, Joey. I'll start with this first question. Uh, this survey that's just been released shows that many of us are not planning post-retirement. 
What else did you find with the survey? Well, yeah, not only did we find that more than 50% of the folks out there have no plan for how they're going to take their money out of their retirement plans, 20% of those people have given it no thought at all, never mind not even having a plan. Um, one of the other things that we found in the survey is that the average retirement age is expected to be age 66, at least that's the goal of the people that we surveyed. And the other interesting thing is the average retirement income that they're expecting or needing is about $3,200 a month. Wow. So individuals are looking to retire at 66. Do you think that that's a practical age to retire, um, 66, yeah. considering, you know, the, the length of, of retirement and, and lifestyle and those sorts of things? Yeah, let me, let me shed a little bit more light on that number. Even though 66 sure. is the average age, you know, what we found is about 10% of the people uh, were looking at a much earlier retirement date. However, 25% of the folks out there are looking at age 70 plus for their retirement. And on top of that, there's another 18% of the folks in that survey uh, who basically are not planning on retiring ever. Okay, so we're talking about retirement ages, uh, and there's a lot of talk about a magic number, a magic retirement number. What is this, and what should this number realistically be? Yeah, Joey, hey, that's a great question. I mean, you know, really what's been drilled into people over the years is save, 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 right? And, you know, a lot of times people are thinking about some sort of a magical number of a million dollars or maybe more than a million dollars. Really, you know, that's a figure that may not be attainable by a lot of folks out there is, is the bottom line. So one of the things I suggest is we re really need to be realistic. And again, we really need to focus on how much we really truly think we're going to need on a monthly basis. What is our lifestyle going to be? What is the, what does that, you know, monthly budget look like? And, you know, some of the other factors come into this equation, such as, hey, am I going to continue to live in the same, let's say, high cost New York metro area that I'm in right now? Or am I going to move? to some place that is somewhat more or maybe a lot more cost-effective. So being realistic is a big piece of the equation, but also thinking about your distribution plan and thinking about how am I going to take this money out and how am I going to make it last a lifetime? Yeah, that, that foresight is, is very important. And um, my next question, you, you've, you've kind of talked on just right now, but according to your survey, how many um, people I'm sorry, according to your survey, many people have given no thought as to how they will take their money once they retire. Um, what are your suggestions for making it last through their lifetime? Well, there's a couple of things. Number one, understanding what your various distributions are, uh, are, are, are vital. So, for example, if you're in a 401k plan for your employer, you need to know what are the various distribution options. Obviously, in most cases, you can take the money all out in one lump sum, but there may also be partial distribution options. There are also things called structured distributions where you're taking, let's say, a set amount of money on a monthly basis or on a quarterly basis out of the plan. And the final thought I have on this is annuities. You know, this is an aspect of retirement planning that a lot of people haven't necessarily looked into and they quite honestly don't know a lot about right now. But an annuity is essentially a way to buy yourself guaranteed monthly income payable for as long as you live. So they, they are becoming more popular these days and that is a good solid way to stretch your money to make it last a lifetime. Now, now a lot of our listening audience and viewing audience, um, they're not as familiar with the retirement advising schedules and, and distribution planning. 
Um, could you dig a little bit deeper and explain why distribution planning is so crucial? Well, it, it's crucial, number one, to make sure that you don't run out of money over your lifetime. And again, you know, what's been drilled into everybody is save money, save money, save money, but there really hasn't been a lot of talk about the decumulation or the distribution phase. So number one, understanding what all your options are, that is a big key. But here are some other tips, right? In terms of Social Security income, you have the ability to take it at your normal retirement age, normal Social Security retirement age, or you can delay receipt of Social Security as late as age 70. And the interesting thing about delaying receipt of the benefit is that the benefit goes up. In other words, you'll end up getting a much larger monthly distribution or monthly benefit from that system if you do delay. So again, strategically, understanding the options, knowing what they are, and having a plan for each of your sources of income is really the key to success. Thank you. That's really great advice. That's really great advice. Do you have any retirement planning advice specifically for entrepreneurs and individuals considering leaving the workforce to start their own business? Well, you know, the interesting thing is for, for individuals who are starting their own company or, or working for themselves, there are a whole variety of retirement plans that are available, and they come in all flavors, everything from a garden variety 401k to plans that are much more structured uh, for an entrepreneur, such as, you know, a cash balance plan or even a defined benefit pension plan is a possibility for those small businesses, and those are very viable options, and they can help people who are making a lot of money, save a lot of money, uh, and they can also help with how do I take the money on the back end. Great. And, and what about any specific retirement advice for millennials and generations after? Right. So really, we're talking about the, the younger generations. So my first word of advice is if you're not in your, your employer's retirement plan, get into it. Start today. It's never too late to start. It's never too early to start. The other thing those folks should know is the first dollar you invest in a retirement plan is going to be the most valuable dollar over your lifetime due to long-term tax-deferred compounding of the growth on that, that, that dollar, so to speak. So again, it's never too late to start. Start and then increase your savings over time. The other thing to do is make sure you're investing wisely. Look at some of the tools that are out there that make it fairly straightforward and fairly easy. Things like managed accounts and or target date retirement funds are good things to take a look at. And so, Richard, where can we go for more tips and information? Well, you can get more tips from our website, which is www.pentegra.com. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Richard. Appreciate your insight, and have a great day. Joey, you too. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. This has been another episode of Business, Life, and Coffee, the only podcast that simulates the experience of having coffee with a mentor industry expert, or fellow colleague. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read your comment on an upcoming show. You can find show notes, episodes, and resources for your career or business at businesslifeandcoffee.com. If you have a topic that you want to learn more about, but don't have time to grab coffee with an expert, email us at info at businesslifeandcoffee.com and tune in for that topic on a future episode. Also, you can reach me at Twitter at JVP said. This is Joy Price signing out, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>